0: Welcome to the Booze-Filled to Spirit-Filled podcast. This is your host, Jamel Godlewski. This season, we have been looking at topics regarding religion, spirituality, church, Jesus, kind of the ugly stuff involved in all that, hopefully answering some questions but one of the things I think is so important is that we actually talk about these things and it's good to challenge our thoughts. It's it's good to think critically about what we believe and why we believe it. Over time, I have changed in some of my beliefs and today we're gonna talk about a lot of things that I just learned and now I even question what I believe even more. And it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. So in this episode, we're not going to answer this question, but we're going to pose it. Why does it seem that there is a church on every corner? I live in LaGrange, Indiana. So when you drive into LaGrange from the north, the first church you will see, LaGrange Baptist Church. Maybe another half mile down the road, you will see Mount Zion Lutheran Church. Literally beside it, you will find LaGrange First Church of God. Then go into town, take a right, you'll see LaGrange Presbyterian Church, LaGrange First United Methodist Church. If you take a left, there's gonna be another Baptist Church. If you take another left, At U.S. 20, then there's the Catholic Church. This is just in my little small town. Oh, yeah, hold on. If you take a right, there's the Church of Christ. So my question is, like, why? Why do we have so many different churches with so many different names? I love this one drive. I can't think of what road it's on. I think it's 327. Doesn't really matter. Obviously, you don't even know where I'm at. But there's the Church of the True God. Because the other churches must not be of the true God. Or there's the full gospel church because the rest of us don't have the full gospel. I don't know. Obviously, I'm being kind of facetious. But it doesn't make sense to me. There's so many different churches. Why? Why? Can't we all just get along and sing kumbaya? Well, yes, we actually can. We just choose not to. But what I've learned in this last year, I took a theology class for my master's degree, is there is a basis of what it means to be a Christian. So when Jesus came on the scene, do we understand you were either Jewish or not Jewish. Jesus was a Jew. And then people started following Jesus Christ. So they started being called Christians. Got it? Are you following? So then different leaders started meeting together of what is it, what is it going to mean to be a Christian? Because there were people that would say things that would be like, I'm not really sure that's what it means to be a Christian. Early on, I'm talking, you know, like first century, second century, third century. And so they had to start kind of agreeing what did it mean to be a Christian. And so the first church, per se, was the Roman Catholic Church. And then that kind of broke off and there started like the Eastern Orthodox Church. So these would be, if you were to see someone that is Eastern Orthodox, they would they would have a different attire. Um, it's very similar to the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church was kind of like in the West, per se. So people of the Christian faith started basically saying, well, I'm Christian, but I'm not really sure that we're going to practice Christianity this particular way. I'm not really sure I agree about this, that, and the other. And so... Here comes a new church with a new denomination, and it keeps going and going and going, okay? And throughout the centuries, they would get together, they being Christian leaders from all different denominations, and decide, are they Christian or are they a cult? Are they heretics? And they kind of came up with like the Nicene Creed, and this is what it means basically to be a Christian. Okay. I'm not going to read that to you. Nicene, N-I-C-E-N-E. You can look it up. Very similar to the Apostles' Creed. But let's go over some of the differences in these denominations. Now, here is where you have to have an open mind, everybody. Okay. Okay. The Presbyterian Church, that is a block from the Methodist Church, both Christian, both follow Jesus. The Catholic Church down the road, both follow Jesus. First Church of God, the Baptist Church, so on and so forth. They would all agree that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. He was born of a virgin birth, he was crucified. He died, and he rose from the dead three days later. Got it? That's what they all believe. Now, believe it or not, there are many, 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 many things that theologians, theologians are people that study religion. There are many theologians that are Christian that don't agree on a lot of stuff to this day. But guess what? We can get along I can love people that go to Brighton Chapel. I can love my friends that go to Calvary Chapel. I can love my friends at Emma and Shore Church, used to be called Emma Mennonite Shore Mennonite. Drop the Mennonite name. You know what? Why? Because of change of beliefs. That's, this is this is how Christianity has worked its way out in the world that we know, our society. But here are some of the things that they disagree on. And some of the things that now I wrestle with, like, oh, I'm not really sure what I believe. Here is something, it's called determinism. So do we all agree or do we not? We don't, by the way. Does God give us free will as humans? But yet God knows everything. And so then he, does he allow people to do evil because we have complete free will? There would be people that might even say that he kind of, he kind of wills it to happen to some degree. Now, once again, I'm not saying any of these are right. I'm just saying, and you probably even know what your church believes. Okay. And that's okay. You don't need to know what your church believes. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. I'm just saying that many churches would maybe have a different viewpoint. Does God permit evil? If so, why? Hmm, that's a good question. They all would say God overcomes evil. He defeated evil, death, Satan, all of those things. But then there's this How much does God know? Some people might even say that God's surprised by what people do. I mean, that's just, it's confusing. I never realized there were so many different beliefs. A lot of Christians would believe that um, God just allows it. Some people would say that God doesn't know the future. Some others would say he just chooses not to influence it. Hmm that's a good question. Those are all good questions aren't they? And by the way we're talking people that study the bible for a living and there's they they don't all agree. What i have find beautiful is that god is this this universal higher power that is beyond my human understanding. There is still a mystery involved. And i'm okay with that just so you know. Now here's the, here's a big one. We all know that churches can't agree on any of the topics involving sexuality and most can't agree on gender roles within the church. What can women do? What can't women do? So forth and so on. So that's a, that's a big difference in a lot of denominations. There might be differences in what they view or how they view sin, Like sin can be an act, something you do, but maybe it's a sin of omission, something you don't do. Sin can be individual, corporate, like as a group, a group sins. Like maybe we would say the Nazis in general, or can sin be structural? So if you are perhaps one that. Believes and understands systematic racism. You might look at that and say that's structural sin. It's been put into the structure. Was it deliberate, conscious? I don't know. Not going to argue about that. Just saying people look at sin differently, people look at God's wrath differently. We're going to talk about that a little bit in the last episode of this season. Like, God, it's, he seems so wrathful, killing people and angry and destroying people. But in one of the theologians that we studied in, in discussing God's wrath, we looked at it from the perspective of a father and a father looking at a child and saying, how and why are you doing this to yourself? When their child makes mistakes or does things that they know aren't for their good. Churches might even not agree in how the image of God, if the image of God is used or any symbols in the church in worship services, where some use lots of symbols, lots of imagery. Others might say, no, 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 can't do that. That would be worshiping an idol. There's even discussions of, like, how human was Jesus and how divine was Jesus. There's no argument that Jesus existed and was born. There is argument outside of the Christian world as to whether it was a virgin birth. There is argument As to outside of the Christian world, as to was he just a normal human being and a prophet? uh, A really good person, an example that might be a Jewish belief or a Muslim belief. They all believe in Jesus per se. But in the Christian world, it would be how human was he and how divine was he? Because sometimes he would do miracles and sometimes he he wouldn't. Is it that he just chooses not to use his divinity? Why or why not? Those are good questions, huh? Oh, then of course, there's the argument, and I've talked about this before, the argument or whatever about what's it mean to be saved? Now, I'm not even sure I like the word saved because it conjures up images and that has changed in my lifetime. I guess I think of, well, I'm not going to tell you what I think, right? I'm telling you that churches all believe kind of different and what that looks like and what it means. Literally, what does it mean to be a believer, a follower, a disciple? What salvation mean? What's it mean to go to heaven? Churches don't all agree on that. Oh, here's a good one. There are numbers in the Bible. And a lot of people would read the Bible and say it is a literal translation. And so there's like a predestination for some people. And and, and that being they're either predestined to go to heaven or they're predestined to go to hell. And sorry, you don't really know which side you're on. Good luck. Um, others would say God's grace covers people. He's, he's loving and merciful and full of grace. And even in that aspect, is it important for us to pursue righteousness or seek holiness? In other words, like, I guess to try to become more like Jesus, more loving, more giving, more forgiving, more forgiving. Is that what we should be doing or like we never can attain it anyway? So what's the point? Um, Yeah. People believe differently on that. I guess I thought like inside of us, we would want to pursue being a better, I want to be a better Jamel every day in my Jesus years, in my pre-Jesus years when I was floundering Like, I knew Jamel would never be better. I was on the road to nowhere, literally. I'll talk about that the next episode as well. If you've heard of the Trinity, the Trinity would be God being the Father, Jesus being the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. So they're three in one. I'm not going to do a podcast on that because I don't think I can explain it because I barely understand it, if I understand it. But this is what I do know. People view the Holy Spirit differently. People view what are considered gifts of the Holy Spirit differently. They view people that maybe have these gifts differently. Like some people would say, there's no such thing as healing anymore. That was only in Bible times and it was a special I think they use this fancy word called dispensation of the spirit on um, the disciples at that time to be able to heal people. Other people would read the Bible and say, no, we all we all could have that gift. God gives gifts differently to different people, but none are better than the other. I probably could do a podcast on that because that's really interesting. Anyway, point is, we don't all see it the same way. One of the more debated topics would be what people call speaking in tongues or a prayer language. If you were to hear it, you would think it's gibberish, but it is described in the Bible. Um, some people might say that you're not truly saved if you don't have that gift or you haven't been baptized by the Holy Spirit. If you don't have that gift, Um, other churches and denominations would not go that far. That one's, we'll call it somewhat hotly debated, but if you go to church every week and you've never heard of it, that probably means they don't really, I don't want to say follow those teachings, and that doesn't mean it's a bad thing either, okay? So if your church never talks about any of these topics I'm talking today, talking about today, that's OK. Um, if you want to know more, I mean, ask your pastor or your elders or your deacons or however your church is set up and like say, I want to learn more about what our church believes. And then, of course, we had the episode on the sacraments, sacraments being the Lord's Supper, how that's practiced, baptism. Some people have confirmation. Some people consider even like last rites and weddings and all that as being sacraments. The point is, every church on every corner doesn't all believe everything the exact same way. And some are more exclusionary and others are more inclusive. Exclusionary being they don't, they don't maybe associate with other Christians from other denominations. They probably don't do things with other churches. They exclude people. They're not inclusive where some churches are very inclusive. And they love, I, this is going to sound like a judgment call. Like I love people. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care how many tattoos you have. I don't even care if you go to church or not. And if you do, if you show up sober or drunk, like none of those things matter. I'm, I don't know. I'm like, let's have a big hug. Let's all get together and try to love each other and have fun in life all at the same time. Anyway, that doesn't mean what I, that does not mean what I believe is the way things should be. In my life, it is, obviously. Um, each person, each individual is different. So I want you to think about... Um, as we kind of try to close out this this episode is when there are so many churches and if you're attending one and you're not really sure where they stand on different beliefs, one, I want you to go in with an open mind. And I'm not saying you need to leave a church. I'm not saying that what any church believes is is wrong. It might not be how I practice. It might not be where I'm leaning towards in my beliefs, because I want, I long for the day and the time when we can just not be so divided. I really think it would be a beautiful thing to sit around a campfire holding hands and singing kumbaya. Maybe, maybe camp had it right. I guess I'd long for that day where we can be beside each other and we're not going to worry about some of the details of their beliefs. We're not going to worry about who they voted for and who they might vote for or who they support and who they like. I long for the day where we will just see people as other human beings made in the image of God, striving to live life. Because we can all do things differently. We can all believe things differently. But we can still be loving and caring and saying, I believe in God and I believe in Jesus. And there you go. So if you go to my website, www.jamel, Godlusky. There's a contact place. You can message me through there. I think my email's on there as well. You can find me on Instagram and you can find me on Facebook, Jamel Godlusky, Jesus Lover. And yeah, you can always message me questions. I'll do the best I can and maybe even make a podcast about that question. You never know. Make an episode. So, we're going to end season two with, what if you want to know more? What if you're thinking, I want to take whatever steps toward knowing more? What do you do? That's going to be this last episode. And then as we dive into summer for season three, it's going to all be about fun. Dude, I love summer. Like that is, that is my jam right there flip-flops, shorts, and cut-off t-shirts. And if I can be near water, I am one happy girl. If I can be mowing yard, I'm a happy girl. So that's what the season three is going to be during the whole summertime. I'm also going to be bringing people in um, to interview. So that'll be kind of exciting. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And please, please share it with others. Let's get more and more people involved in these discussions. And maybe we will find more similarities and less differences. All right. Don't forget. Love God. Love yourself. Love others. Have fun. But when you're having fun, everybody stay safe. Until next time!